Hey there, this is AB and this is the Talk About God podcast. It, of course, as always, has been a while. Um, The transitions that I've been going through in life have been insane, to say the least. Um, So I've been just working some things out for myself. Um, So I do apologize that I haven't shared the struggles because that's what... I mean, that's really part of it, right? Um, The struggles of choosing Christ, especially in this world, and what that even means or looks like. Um, So, and of course, an effort to be transparent. And I'm sorry, I don't get a lot of time alone anymore, as you can see. Um... So, hence the really weird noise. Um, But, I have just tried very hard to spend time focused not on myself. Which, sorry, the joys of living down a gravel road. Um, Now that snow has melted, it is so gross. Um, my car is filthy, but it's fine. It's actually more than fine. It's wonderful. So anyway, um, I've been trying to focus more on other things and not on myself. Um, which is always not, it's not the easiest when I don't have distractions. Um, AKA a job mainly. So, um, I will say the job hunt has been substantially worse surprisingly than what I expected um finding a new professional employment um as in not going to flip burgers because I'm swiftly approaching my mid-30s and not that there's any shame in starting over please don't think that at all I just am not quite ready to completely reinvent myself Or go back to doing things that I did fresh out of high school. Um, I've spent, you know, 12 years in a professional role and doing pretty darn good at it um, career-wise. So, I just, yeah. I just assume that there are so many people just like me that are in the exact same position who also don't want to go back to flipping burgers, hence why you see so many restaurants still having openings, um, yet people are struggling to find employment because of, you know, large companies like the one I was at that laid off 800 people just when they laid me off. And that was a third round of layoffs. Um, so you can imagine that's just one company. That's a lot of people. Um, anyway, I digress. So, as you can tell, I struggle right now to keep my focus, um, and keep my focus off myself, especially. And so I have been digging into the verse by verse ministry. All you got to do is Google them. They are wonderful. Um, in doing so I've been doing, of course, the revelation study, which I know I've mentioned before. It's obviously a hefty one because each study is at least an hour long, which is wonderful when you have unlimited time and, um, not 
wanting to choose to sit there and stream, you know, Hulu or Netflix or otherwise, um, wanting to actually do something productive with your time. Um, and of course there's, isn't that, there's an old saying that's like the idle hands are a devil's playground or, or something. You'll, you'll get yourself into trouble. It's just like David not going off to war. David should have went to war. It was time for war. David should have gone. And instead he stayed home and he ended up getting in a mess with Bathsheba. It's like, it's kind of the same concept. Like we, I don't know. Anyway, I tend to do better when I'm busy, um, mental health wise and physical health wise and spiritual health wise all around. It's healthy to be busy. So anyway, Um, this study, I will say has been amazing. It has one opened my eyes to the fact that I, I, again, I feel like I'm just being repetitive, but I'm really getting the gist of why the devil doesn't want us to understand John's revelation. Um, it, it gives me a lot of hope and peace because when you read Revelation and you truly understand it, you see, at least I see, God is all, not just 10 steps ahead. He is all the steps ahead. It has all already been written. Like he knows exactly to every minute detail to every move Satan makes, he knows exactly what's going to happen. And especially in this season for me of just uncertainty, um, I'm not going to lie, a little bit of confusion, um, a little disheartened, a little discouraged. In this season, it is so unbelievably comforting to know that God is in control now, as he was in the beginning, as he will forever be. And not just in control, but has a plan. It's not just like saying, well, trust the president. Like he's the one in control of everything. Just let him deal with it. No, it's not a bumbling president who, while technically, yes, is quote in control, has no freaking clue what he's doing or what's happening or otherwise. No, this is a representation, a clear picture. And mind you, I'm only 18 chapters in. There's 22. <laughs> okay. So I'm, I'm on my 18th chapter of study. It's not the first time I've read Revelation. Um, it's the first time I've read it and truly understood it, which is amazing. Um, it's not anywhere near as scary as what it's made out to be. Um, as soon as you start talking, you know, beasts and all of these things that in our culture is like, what? That's just too far fetched. All of these things. We take those literally when we read it. At least I did. Um, the first time I read revelation, I took everything literally. Like there is literally going to be a beast that's going to rise up and all of these things. But that's me taking it out of context. Um, and by taking it out of context, I mean, it's me taking that entire book out of the context in which it was written. Um, so when I remember that John was a Jew, right? So he's Jewish. Um, and the setting 
of the time, like apocalyptic literature, which is what the book of Revelation is. Apocalyptic literature was not the most uncommon thing on the planet. Like, it wasn't. And it's written in such a, honestly, when you start digging, it's beautiful. It is so masterfully beautiful the way it was done because there's not a single symbol because that's what these things are. It's very symbolic. There's so much symbolism in the entire book that there are not, let me put it this way. And it's the same way that the guy who leads this study puts it. God is not the God of chaos. He's not going to put something in your hands that's going to cause pandemonium. He's not going to do it. It doesn't make any sense knowing the character of God and who he is. That would be insanity. So if you keep in mind that God is not a God of chaos and know he didn't give us this in order to confuse us. It's not the point. He gave it to really, from what I'm finding, it's to give us signs, right? Like that was a big thing that the apostles wanted to know from Jesus. Like, when are you coming back? When are you coming back? Like, is that not like they asked that multiple times? Um, when will your kingdom be established? All of these things. And that's what this answers. It is God's complete play-by-play. Not only of his own playbook for how this ends, but also Satan's. He knows every move that the enemy is going to make. And the funny thing is, is the enemy is so stupid that he sim- somehow thinks that, I don't know, that he's going to win. And that any of these ideas are his own. They're not. He is an instrument. He is an instrument for God to do what he ultimately planned to do, which was to redeem the entire world. This earth will be redeemed. There is no stopping it. Global warming, super awesome. Super excited that everybody's all tore up about it. But let me be clear, just like um, the teacher on this study says, and I completely wholeheartedly agree with him, there is no saving this planet. Now, does that mean that we should be garbage people who go around just making it a point to destroy it? No. God gave us, or at least Adam, the job of stewarding this planet, caring for this planet. That is indeed our jobs. Um, now, I don't imagine that that would have changed like just because we're not in Eden anymore. It's not like God said, quit working. Um, so, I mean, we are still responsible for stewarding the planet. However, there is n- under no situation like we can't save it. It is doomed. And I mean that literally. This planet is destined to be burnt up and restarted. He is going to restart everything. It's going to be that beautiful great reset only in a true true most perfect complete way which is why I can genuinely say don't worry don't worry like I can't tell you how much hope this book has brought to me in this season like Job has always been my favorite book of the Bible it has (laughs) really gotten me through a lot of ridiculous times because again it also tells you to trust God like trust him And that book to me says, trust God, because God says to trust him in that book. Like it's clear. God 
one says wrestle with me like fight it out with me like Job goes to his friends or well rather his friends come to him he fights it out with his friends and his friends do not answer correctly even God says his friends are wrong and then he turns around and says that Job was right now mind you Job said a lot of stuff Job talked trash to God directly Job railed Job got angry Job cried Job wallowed Job was a mess he was every single emotion possible on the entire spectrum of emotions that's what Job did but Job brought it to God Job got sick of dealing with his friends who were giving garbage advice who were giving him garbage explanations and went straight to the source and said God you are in control you are the one who has done this why and he demands answers now does God give him answers no (laughs) which I also love it shows me a little sarcasm in my good God um not sarcasm meant to tear anyone down it's not meant to you know demean Job in any way shape or form but what it does is it puts Job in his place and it does it in a way that there is no disputing Like, if God comes to you and says these things of, like, do you know where this is stored? Do you know where I keep the lightning? Do you know where I keep the snow? Were you there when the world was invented? Do you know the eating habits of freaking mountain goats? No, you don't. I do. And he gives every detail of everything that he is so very much involved in. And basically asks Job, do you want to micromanage this stuff? You want to be God for a day, Job? Do you want to do this? And, of course, Job, rationally, logically... And rightfully um, comes to the conclusion that God is good. God is sovereign. And guess what? He doesn't have to have the answers. All he has to do is trust the one who is in control. Who is in complete control. Because he does know all of these things. God knows every one of those things. Down to the eating habits of mountain goats. You think you're not important? Like you think he knows everything? When it comes to mountain goats eating habits, but he is hands off when it comes to you, I think not. And that's another, it's just another thing that Revelation to me points out. It shows you, hey, here's what's going to happen. You asked for answers. Here's the one time God is giving true, actual answers for what he's going to do, for what his actual plan is. Yes, he shrouds it in mystery because, again, at the same time, it's not going to be revealed to anyone that he is not willing to reveal it to. It's still on God because he's still in control. And he's, again, he is a leader that not only is, quote, in control, but does have a legitimate plan. A plan that he not only has come up with, but also was kind enough to share with us. So that we, if we have the patience, take the time, have the desire and the willingness and the, honestly, obedience, because let me be very clear, I have nothing better to do than this Bible study. But make no mistake, it is hard. It is not something like, it It takes obedience to sit here and listen to something and take notes and be very present and pay attention and catch on to things like 
versus just scrolling social media. Like, I can't tell you how many times, like, I've caught myself thinking about doing that. Like, it's not easy. There are interruptions in my day. Crazy, right? Like, it's just not easy. It takes obedience. But God does reveal these things to us when we have taken the time to slow down, stop, be still, and actually listen which I find beautiful. I find comforting. I like knowing that he is a ultimate God with a plan. He's the only one. His plan is masterful. Let me be clear. When you, if you take the time to go through it, you will see the symbology amazing. Like granted, you can't do it without reading the whole book. If you don't read the whole Bible before you get here, you're wasting your time. Very much so. You can't just even walk into this study and go, oh, it's good. I'm just going to start with Revelation. No, (laughs) don't. I say this because everything, everything, every story, every word God has meant for a purpose. This book, this revelation, it, it just proves that. It just proves that. So, I'm mind blown. Um, Maybe, just maybe, I will give a summary for those um, interested. I will say, though, I just, like, I, I encourage you, as always, get in the Word. Read the whole Bible. Please, make that your 2023 (laughs) resolution. Um, Although, resolutions don't stick. Make a new habit. Um, But, like... It's worth it. It's so worth it. It's beyond worth it. It's amazing. I I just... I can't express enough that you won't regret it. So, get in the Word. Get in the Word. Get in the Word. Not just part of it. Not just some of it. Get in all of it. Read through. I challenge you. If you have a Bible or access to the Bible, any Bible app... Um, right now, I know I've talked about the amplified version, but the English standard version, very good translation. That's what I'm doing this year for 2023 when, as soon as it hits, um, which is crazy that we're only days away. Um, but that's my plan. I am doing the English standard version. I am going to go through the whole Bible again in one year. Um, pretty excited about it. Looking forward to it. Again, I find something new. I mean, I'm reading right now. Of course, I'm doing the Revelation study. And then as a family, we decided to throw it back to the book of Job. Because, like, there's something for everyone to learn in the book of Job. It's amazing. Um, so, we're, we're kicking it back to the book of Job. And I, again, I'm seeing new things. In light of knowing Revelation, right? And understanding Revelation now, I understand the enemy better. Which is why he doesn't want us to read it. Um... He's just, yeah, it's interesting. So, anyway, as always, get in the word, get in the word, get in the word. God bless. And just keep your chin up. Remember that this is not the end for us. This is not it. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm going crazy. I don't understand a lot of things. I'm confused. Um, And all of those are okay. (laughs) Those are normal human emotions. But I don't doubt that he has a plan. I don't doubt it. 
not even for a second. And that gives me so much comfort to know that even in this season, I don't have to understand. But what I do need to do is when I'm wrestling, when I'm fighting, when I'm confused, I bring it to him. I fight with him about it. Um, I lean on him because that's what we're supposed to do. So anyway, God bless and get in the word.